welcome back to fan affliction it's an exciting new story everyone's hyped everyone's lit everyone's ready to go (laughs) so very ready for our first short read yes yes i'm looking forward to something a bit more light a bit more comical just a bit more fun i think no offense to when the bell tolls of course but um i am excited for a bit a bit of comedy yes um jojo found this book on archive of our own mm-hmm. are you going to announce the title Should yeah. I do a drum roll you do the drum roll okay are you ready so it's called bokeh and Ooh. it's by breath of the phoenix and curly underscore k on archive of our own so it's dramine because we can't we can't find ourselves we can't find the ability to pull ourselves away from this draco is daddy I'm gonna. Right. I hate myself. <laughs> Let's move on from that. That was just fantastic. Sorry. Um, there's <laughs> so there's some Dramini, but there's also a bit of um, bit of another pairing. But I don't think I'm gonna say. Well, actually, no. I I, w- I will say it because it's in. <laughs> it's well, in no, the... it's in it's in the blurb. So let yeah. me read the blurb. I'm so excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> this premise is great. It is really cool, isn't it? Right mm-hmm. here it is. The Parkinson Potter wedding is the wedding of the year, and Pansy is insistent that every last detail be perfect for her bridal magazine, Bouquet. In an effort to appease the bride's demands with their sanity in check, Hermione proposes she and Draco be each other's date, unaware that he is harbouring his own secret. Ooh. Yeah! It's so Harry Potter and Pansy Parkinson. And I really, a pairing that I can't envision. Me neither, but it is so common. In like in fan fiction, I find <laughs> whenever I see, like in so many Dramini fanfics, they'll just be together as well. Really, so, I feel like I see um, Pansy with Blaze a lot. What? I rarely see that. Yeah, is it is it isolation? No. Yeah. Oh, I've not. Which one's isolation? I don't know if I've read isolation. <gasps> oh my god, it's so good. Oh my goodness, no! I tell you, tell a lie. I have read it. I like kind of skimmed it ages ago and I've been mean to reread it. Is it, it really good? First, it was the first Germani book I ever read. Okay. I highly rate it. But I'll be honest, like I do mainly see Pansy with Harry Potter. Not me personally, but in stories. Like I read a really good one. It's ongoing. It's called Bring Him to His Knees. Um and it's not it's not it's not as <laughs> saucy as the title suggests. But she's like Pansy and Harry, like their relationship's quite key to like this, the whole Dramini bit there. I do want to say, and I, I'm, all, I'm, I've mentioned this to you quite a few times. So sometimes for these fan fictions, the authors produce like little, little like um, cover arts kind of, mm-hmm. and it's so funny how often they replace the actor who played Draco, so Tom Felton, with just like another <laughs> blonde guy. But Emma Watson is always Hermione. I and mean, it's just she's so just, funny. It's so funny. This, this. A Draco Malfoy is Lucky Blue Smith the model for anyone who's wondering mm. fan cast as him I don't know if I actually love him as Draco but like fair play I can't not picture Tom Felton and I always feel bad for him that people obviously think he's not oh. good looking enough to be Draco in this I, I picture this other guy he's all over the tum- he's all over like um, Harry the, Potter tum- the Tumblr he's all over Harry Potter Tumblr's um, fan cast I don't know what his name is he's relatively tall he's very svelte and blonde but he looks Mm. kind of scandinavian and there's loads of pictures of him like smoking and doing kind of i think i was gonna say badass things but that doesn't really make you a badass naughty things (laughs) naughty things like holding bourbon oh no oh my goodness (laughs) and they always have him in there and i think oh yeah i could see that but also i like draco being kind of gaunt and dweeby not dweeby well yeah because he kind of is like you can't you lanky can't... yeah lanky he's boy. kind of like a lanky little little like he, well he's a snake isn't he so he does he's, <laughs> he is very slim he's tall um they always call him oh no i thought so they always call yeah they call him ferret don't they a lot yeah because they turned him <laughs> into a ferret in the story but i i don't know i just can't help but feel bad for tom Felton. i speaking of ferrets this isn't, this isn't a tangent. Do, have though. you got a ferret? Absolutely not. God. Oh, good. Okay. Um, no, I was. It made me think of Patronus charms for a second. Oh yeah. And I just think it's so sad that Draco doesn't have a Patronus in the I stories know. because he's never had one happy memory. 
and it's, that is pure trash it's so depressing Isn't i do it? like a good fan fiction where hermione helps him like discover his patronus yeah uh. um because it is it's very sweet so, oh, redemption but i think going back to the pansy and harry thing it's mm-hmm. kind of it's not too dissimilar from draco and hermione hear me out because it's <sighs> like good guy with bad guy kind of thing and people love that kind of redemption I, it's not the same in the way that I I mean, Dr- drake and hermione have a bit more chemistry and pansy just tries to fucking sell harry out pansy's like, just bit, so she? fucking whiny yeah, like i can i cannot at least draco's quips have were funny when he was mean too yeah i feel like she's the type of person who just sort of chimes in when somebody's getting yelled at and they'd be like yeah and you're like you didn't do anything before, yeah right and I always call her pug face, don't they? Do um, they? Yeah, I've heard that a lot. <laughs> also, I also heard, I can't remember from where, um, is that the actress who played Pansy, she went on to be in Playboy. Was it a Playboy? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. She's, she's engaged to ah. one of the heirs of Playboy. Oh. Yeah, a Hefner, a Hefner kid. Damn, she's fallen on her feet. Oh, not that she wasn't on her feet because she was an actress. And it's like, respect. But <laughs> respect, good for her. Right. Let's, shall we... I'm really excited to get into it. I'm not trying to rush us, but I am, I am pretty hyped. Yeah, me too. So, so, um, so I'll be reading this week. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Give you a break after last week. I know it was... Um, it, you, were, you were very brave. Oh my God. It was just painful. I apologise way too much. Not that anyone <laughs> really will hear the apologies because they're all cut. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's shocking. Jojo's just a good reader. You'll understand. You, or you know, for whoever listened to the first episode... <laughs> She, she I tried, did, I tried she did drama. She was yeah. Nancy in Oliver Twist. Oh my god, Tony, you're just exploiting all of my achievements. Oh, you were so, so good. good. Oh, thank you. I didn't... Oh, wait, I forgot you came to see that. It's because I got too shy to go and say hi after. Oh, so I just texted. There were so many people around her, and I just got very nervous. And my mum like and brother my, came to watch bestest... it with me too. <laughs> She's li- you're literally one of my like bestest friends, and she's like, I can't go up to her. She's busy. <laughs> I know. And then I texted her from the like car park, and was like, that was great. I was like, my mum loved it. I love it because whenever mum talks about it too, I'm like, oh yeah, you've seen Jojo from afar. You know, I've gotten over my shyness now. I think that I would come. I think that I would come and say hi to you. Well, next time I'm on stage, God knows. Or maybe I wouldn't, but I'd wave. Oh well, I'd like that at least. Yeah. Or I'd wear a t-shirt with both of our faces on to prove that I know you. We should, yeah. <laughs> well, you could get the Fan Affliction podcast logo on it. So, like, to like, you could do, do some advertising whilst I'm working it on stage. Oh my god! Imagine. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you. I think you listen. I might. Or maybe I'd just cr- I'd just get you on the armchair on my t-shirt. Why just me? <laughs> We don't, you no one can tell it's us. <laughs> yeah, but, I, but, but then you could have the one with me. Oh, uh, so it's like one of those, um, <laughs> it's, it's like one of those matching things that's like, don't mess with her, arrow pointed to the left. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the other one says, don't mess with him, arrow pointed to the right. Oh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> oh my God. Sorry, the visual of that is just, just fantastic. Well, one will just say fan, and the other one will say afflicted. Yes, I'm fan <laughs> afflicted. It's kind of like the I'm Sherlock thing from that episode oh, of Sherlock. So good. With so the stupid, wo- with though. The woman. Oh, I didn't like the woman. I think she was no, uh, but I also... <laughs> this is getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. But also, I thought that he did Molly really dirty in that oh, yeah. last season specifically, where they're like, you must tell her that you love her. I'm like, why would you do that, Sherlock? I know you're a bit autistic, but come on. I don't care about his relationship with Molly either. I don't care about no, but Sherlock's he, he was mean. He was mean, unnecessarily mean. Yeah, he was. He was. I don't think that he should be with anyone. No, no, I agree. I loved him and his sisters, like friendship kind of at the end well people didn't really like that last series though did they people really slammed it i loved it yeah i didn't mind it to be fair i'm always up for more i do think like benedict cumberbatch is a fantastic sherlock i am so ready for doctor strange 2 though oh my god also 
side note, Benedict Cumberbatch was not Cumberbatch, Jesus. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch was in Star Trek Into Darkness, and that mm-hmm. was like, there's not many f- like that. He was kind of one of the first f- films I saw where I was like, damn, he's hot. And I don't even know why. I don't think, like, <laughs> I'm not obsessing over Benedict Cumberbatch, but I do think he was really fit. In that. I but find him very attractive, and I think that it's just the characters he plays. But then I it's agree, also like, yes. is it problematic that I've, I'm attracted to Alan Turing? Not problematic, but I'm like, it's a bit weird, but whatever. Well, be, be attracted to who you want. I mean, you know, he doesn't have to... He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't have to find women attractive it. back, but yeah. it's fine. Well, we used to drive past Alan Turing's house every day on the way to college. Shocking. I completely forgot about that. Where was it? He has a house right next to Hampton, um, the swimming pools. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes! Yep, it's literally on the right. There's well, a plaque out front, and it drive... it says Alan Turing lived here. And it's only for a year, but I'm still we like, would... that's very close to home. Really we would cool. drive past it every time we skived off to get coffee and more like <laughs> every our time attendance that... must have been every shit. time you got on my car we both looked at each other and went oh should we go get a coffee no 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 it's also it's even before we you were driving it's when yes. we would get on the train and we'd both just stand there and look at the doors opening and you'd be like i'm not gonna do it and i'd be like yeah me either let's go <laughs> it's just the worst <laughs> we were really bad students Hey, we got good grades though. How did yeah, we get into university? I was going to say we're genii for both well, of us, but is, is that a word? I don't think genii is <laughs> a word, is it? I'm going to be embarrassed if it is. <laughs> I got to look it up. Wait. Okay, anyway. Anyway, so this story, back to the story, oh my god. Back to the story. Like, um, not much editing this week, and now I'm going to cut like oh, 10 minutes god. of this. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, so this this story is only five chapters. So as opposed to the forty chapters, yet yeah, it's only five chapters. <gasps> oh, it was it was only completed in February. So like it's, it's Ooh, very recent. Love that. A fresh it's already fanfic. got loads. Yeah, already got loads of kudoses, loads of likes, loads of hits and stuff. So we love kudos. I rate like if I'm picking a story to read on archive of our own, I literally sort them by kudos. Yeah, no, me too. Me too. How else I is will... one supposed to do it? Yeah, because hits isn't really representative, is it? Mm. Um, but I will note that I think them maybe not in this chapter, but at some point there might be some sexy stuff. So if people aren't comfortable with that, that's absolutely fine. We'll cut in a warning, warning at the beginning of a chapter or something if it gets yeah. um, too crazy. Yeah, but just 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 be aware of that. But um, but yeah, do you wanna do you wanna start me? No, then, like, are you ready to start? Oh, <laughs> Don't worry. I, I was like, I I'm could, reading? Not I again. Could, I could hear the fear in your voice then. <laughs> yeah, we're good to go. Jojo, take it away. We start off in September 2007. Right, chapter one. Are we? So, I just want to know. <laughs> that was our speech. I always find it difficult to differentiate speech when it, when it opens with speech. Yeah, me too. Does that sound really stupid? No, no, no. In the last episode, I kept prefacing things by being like, this is ellipses. Yeah, yeah. Because it's really hard to communicate that with the sound, anyway. It is. Right, okay, so. Yeah, appreciate how hard this is. Oh my god. This is so difficult. It really takes a set of (laughs) skills that we do not have. (laughs) Um, Are we? Hermione Granger peeled her eyes away from the swan ice sculptures perched on either side of the ballroom entrance to meet the expect- expectant gaze of her date, David Smith. The most boring they name pick- I've ever heard I was going to say, they life. picked the blandest name ever. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he's her neighbour or something. Yeah. This is such a... Look at us, first sentence in, already chatting, but... Oh, this Jesus. is such a common thing in this trope, is when... When Hermione's asked about who she, she lost her virginity to and it isn't Ron, it's always, oh, just some random, boring, muggle neighbour of mine. It's yeah. very... Cool, cool day. Yeah. Something yeah. really just plain. <clears throat> Excuse me. She'd been deep in thoughts about the charms placed on the ice to prevent, prevent melting, wondering if Pansy had taken the idea from the stories t- told by the students of Beau Batons during their fourth year. I'm sorry. I'm a bit distracted tonight, she sighed brushing a rogue curl that had fallen in her line of sight back behind her ear. She'd spent close to an hour trying to smooth and pin her signature curls into something acceptable for high society, and they were already disappointingly loose. What did you ask? He frowned, looking put out, and repeated himself with less enthusiasm than she heard in his voice the first time. I said, Tonight is even more stunning than I thought it'd be. 
As soon as I saw the announcement in the paper, I knew the Parkinson Potter match would be the wedding of the year. Being here at the actual engagement party is beyond my imagination. How lucky are we? So lucky, she mumbled under her breath, shuffling her feet and wincing at the tenderness of her arches from the heels that Pansy convinced her to wear. God, respect. I can't wear heels anymore. I live in boots. I, I'm, yeah. I'm 22 I, years old and I can't wear heels anymore. How embarrassing is that? That's not embarrassing. I'm, I'm 21 and I'm addicted to feeling taller than I am. You're very <laughs> tall. You, I always forget how tall you are. Yeah, but when I have my boots on, gives me like two inches. I feel so powerful. God, you're like a model. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why you're laughing. You're gorgeous. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> so um, Pansy's convinced Hermione to wear some big ass heels. Yeah, she's not pleased. Isn't this just the best night of your life? God, he's so keen. <laughs> Calm down, David Smith. Her lips twisted to the side in distaste. Honestly, I've had more fun at a funeral before. Sass. Tilting her head back, she drained the rest of her champagne flute, a sweet drink, light and fruity on her tongue. At least you could say Pansy had great taste in champagne. A bottle was probably the same price as the monthly rent for her flat. David gasped, bringing his <laughs> hand up to his chest as personally offended. Hermione Granger, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I suppose it was, it was a death day party, not a funeral. She clarified <laughs> with a cock of her head. But the sentiment still stands. Harry knows I hate these sort of parties. He hasn't been able to drag me to a ministry event in years. I assure you, he's just happy I'm here at all. Wow, God, she's a uh, she's she's not a she's not not a party girl. Eh? She's she's being very Draco esque. I know, this. but I, I'm like kind of, I'm swap. loving it. I'm loving it. I I know. I feel like Hermione Granger, like from the book world, would have just been like, "I love these parties. I'm going to talk to every important ministry member here. Mm. I'm going to campaign for the elves." <laughs> <laughs> In a bout of luck. David's attention was immediately pulled away when the string quartet in the corner of the room played an introductory note. Oh, sweet sassy, he exclaimed, rocking backwards into his heels and peering over his shoulder. A great book that you should read, sassy. Oh my god, one of my favourites, actually. So good. Madeline Miller, just oh, so talented. Bless up. Celestial is incredibly exclusive. The Parkinsons must have booked their appearance at this engagement party the day Lady Parkinson had a positive pregnancy charm. Oh, she's pregnant. No, when, when Pansy's mum oh, got shit. pregnant with Sorry, her. Sorry, <laughs> I got really excited then. I thought Pansy was pregnant. What's her surname? Parkinson, Parkinson and Potter. You can't combine those two names. Potter, Parkinson. Unless you like oh, make right. an amalgamation of them, like Pucker Potter. Oh. Like Pucker Pie. Pucker Potter. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hermione didn't respond, biting the inside of her cheek to hold back a sigh. Quick question. I know how she feels. Yeah. Have you ever bit the inside of your cheek to hold back a sigh? Because I feel like this is a phrase that's used a lot and I just swallow it. Not to hold back a sigh, absolutely to hold back a laugh. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm constantly holding back a laugh. Like, no, not constantly. That would look really weird. But like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, when you're in trouble. Yeah. And you've you've got to like, you kind of, you have got to kind of bite your cheeks. Mm-hmm. and be like be like, no it's all very serious I do do that but not to hold back a sigh I'll just be like if I'm, I don't really it's not hard to hold back a sigh like <laughs> think of it's actually effort to sigh you know what I mean <sighs> yeah you don't you have to, don't have to be a, like that took a breath huh if you go you have to be like <laughs> like to hold back a sigh it's <laughs> <laughs> really difficult I will say that one bit of feedback that I've gotten from my friends um, for our epic podcast, is that yeah. I always sound like I'm trying to not laugh when I'm with you. And I was like, I think that that's how our relationship works generally. That's our whole friendship, babe. I, no, but I know. I find you so funny that when I see you... <laughs> when she sees me, she just laughs. She just pisses herself. No, it just it starts to come out my mouth before she's even spoken. <laughs> Or we both start laughing. Like yeah. we both do. When we say hi, we're both like hi. We do yeah, we do laugh together a lot. It's lovely. It's lovely. But we're not yeah, we're not holding back size. Um and we're not holding back laughter either. No. You're gonna cut it out though if it gets too much. <laughs> um so Hermione's she's holding back that sigh. He continued anyway. 
I shouldn't be surprised. I expected nothing less from the Pansy Parkinson. This entire event looks straight out of an edition of Bouquet. Makes sense, as she owns that bridal magazine, Hermione grumbled under her breath, lamenting that she was already out of alcohol and still having this conversation. Ditch your date, Hermione. <laughs> Ditch him. He's, he's Where's such a hold on for this. This is so I know. Weird. This is really embarrassing. Fine, boy. A floating silver patter with several flutes of sparkling champagne drifted past the pair and she leaned over to snag another glass, only for the tray to shift out of reach. <laughs> she gasped and repeated the motion, watching as it moved from her hand each time, as if taunting her. How rude! I'm wearing her dress and her heels. At least she could do is let me get drunk. Oh, so it's, like a, it's like a charm. Like that. <laughs> That's so funny. That's great. Pureblood social customs say no more than two drinks at an event. David interjected with a raised finger, breaking her thoughts. Unless there's a formal meal, in which case a dessert wine is allowed. That's outrageous. What I thought the whole loser. point of them Who being is elite guy? is that they get to just drink those and be yeah. a bit ruckus. This guy is such a nerd. Yeah. Um, Why does she pick the shittiest date? Well, P- where's we might, Crumb? We might just about to find... Well, I think we're about to find out. Date Crumb. Should have taken Crumb as her wedding date. At least they would have had fun. True. A pen pal. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> You're writing your own story here. No, he is her pen pal. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Oh god, my, my my lack of actual knowledge is showing. That's why in the Deathly Hallows Part One, Victor Crumb is at the wedding. Oh, yeah, that's why it A little, a little um, Easter egg there. <laughs> Tossing him a sidelong glare for the twelfth time in the last hour, she regretted inviting him as her escort tonight. In hindsight, <laughs> in hindsight, it was her fault for her procrastination of finding a date. It had been years since she found a genuine connection with anyone. She hadn't been interested in suffering through another bad first date. David seemed an optimal choice, given the circumstances. He loved pure blood society and knew enough about it to blend in at the engagement party. He was available and not unattractive. And best of all, he wouldn't expect anything from Hermione at the end of the night because he was into blokes. We felt that, though. I did feel that. I I was going to say something earlier and I thought, oh, maybe that's not very fair to assume. But to be fair, not a bad idea. Like, take you know, take a guy who's not you know is definitely not going to be into you if you're not into him. So fantastic! Everyone knows where they stand. I am very concerned. Um, <laughs> sorry, not oh, about no, about going to weddings single. I know it's a bit weird. But a lot of my friends actually, um, because of the like degree I studied and whatever, and the places I kind of went to are a bit older, and so I actually mm. had to go to my first wedding in 2018 solo but I was a bridesmaid so yeah you were a bridesmaid it, it wasn't that bad but I am a bit not not worried but for ones where I'm not a bridesmaid I'm like who will I take uh, especially you need when to... you're only friends with one person in a specific context like people that I mm. met at like seminars and we're mates but only one-on-one so I, I yeah. have no idea of anyone else they know or not I don't know their friends very well so yeah I understand Hermione's struggle. Maybe we should get you an escort. <laughs> no? Maybe not into that? Uh, we'll cross that bridge when we get yeah. there. Yeah. You know, okay. I'm all over it. I'm all over it. Being single and closer to 30 than 20 hadn't been part of Hermione's plan. After her fling with Ron fizzled out shortly after the wall, yes. she dove headfirst into her career. <laughs> <laughs> Moving up through the ranks at the ministry and following the path that she knew would one day lead to the minister's office. It happened so subtly that she nearly missed it. Days passed one at a time, failed relationships and horrible first dates piling up until finally she looked around herself and realised that she was the only single one left in her small group of friends. Hey, nothing wrong with that girl. Don't put yourself down. (laughs) If it were up to her, she wouldn't have to listen to David ramblings at all. But she reminded herself that she was doing this for Harry. According to her best friend, it was her duty as best woman to help him keep his bride happy. And what made Pansy happy was achieving her vision of a perfect wedding. Unfortunately for Hermione, that vision included having everyone paired up and smiling for pictures and events. She had caved the minute Harry asked his favour for his fiancée. They had been through a war together. The least she could do was squeeze into an uncomfortable dress with a pair of matching heels and give her best smile to the camera. Oh, now that's a friend. That's a friend. Yeah, I don't think that I would have been that good of a friend, though. I would have told him to piss off. Would you not have done that for me? No, I would have. That's uh, okay. Oh, I would literally do anything you ask me, Alpha. Oh my god. 
context free (laughs) you'll never understand pansy had been the catalyst to bring together the previously warring houses from their hogwarts years the rivalries and grudges they'd held as children quickly melted away with her strategic interference hermione had watched with a morbid fascination as pansy moved them around like chess pieces connecting friends of common interests god it's like wrong you know he's the expert chase well do you know what i was just um Oh, this is a side note. I was listening to an old series of Fangasm mm-hmm. where the pairing of Ron and Pansy. Yeah. And that's even weirder, I think, than Pansy and, Hippo- and Harry. In a strange way, though, I think that that makes sense because they're both kind of <sighs> secondary characters. Actually, yeah. And they're very, they are both a little bit snaky. Yeah. And a bit emotionally abusive. Oh, all right. <laughs> I think that's, I think, yeah. <laughs> is there anything you want to say? No, you know, it's the same thing as the Death Eater chat we had <laughs> yeah true. before you know he withdraws his affection when harry does something he doesn't like and then yeah. harry goes crawling back and we forget how problematic ron is and it's kind of the same with pansy right it's like she was all fine and then she was a traitorous wretch and um yeah I mean, <laughs> that sounded well, very harsh that did sound very why harsh. am i just so getting so dark hey. for this story about oh, <laughs> about i should make sure it, i should make sure you're okay <laughs> It began with Draco and Harry, pushing them to bond over... Oh, first mention of Draco. Sorry, I got really excited then, because it was the mention of Draco. How great would it be if Drarry had been a thing, though, in this? Well, like, past, past tense. Yeah. Yeah. So much history. Oh, so good. It began with Draco and Harry, pushing them to bond over Quidditch by providing them with box seats to a game for their favourite team and several bottles of fire whiskey. Next, she invited the entire group out to a new restaurant on opening night, where Blaze and Ron found a common ground in their love of interesting and innovative foods. Blaze! I love that. Blaze! A few pulled strings later, and Daphne had started a job in Hermione's department at the Ministry. Though initially sceptical of, of the heiress, Hermione had been pleasantly surprised at Daphne's wit and intuition when rallying support from the older members of the Wizengamots to support their proposed bills. Pansy had been good for Harry bringing out a side of him that Hermione hadn't seen since before the weight of the war landed on his shoulders. Oh. Mm. I'll be right back, David mutters, pressing his lips into a thin line. Humming an acknowledgement, she gave him an apologetic half-smile. She had a sneaking suspicion that she'd missed yet another droning monologue on the history of the Parkinson Manor or some dull factoid about pure blood society. The low chatter around her faded as she focused in on the melody playing on the harp. It really was quite pleasant. She glanced around the room, taking in several familiar faces. Harry and Pansy were busy greeting guests. Blaze appeared to be charming and flirting with a woman old enough to be his mother. <laughs> and Ron was with Daphne, their hands intertwined as they conversed with her father. Oh, okay. So Ron's with Daphne. Raphne. Raphne. Scooby-Doo style. That sounds like the way Scooby-Doo was. Raphne? Raphne. Hermione wished Pansy hadn't banned her from bringing a book to read. Oh, now that would be just, just be sad. Like, Sounds like on. me. <laughs> that's actually, to be uh, fair, that's me reading, reading, secretly reading fanfic at every family occasion. Oh, How well, like, at uni, if I knew I didn't yep. want people to interact with me, I would get to my seminar, like, early, like, 15 minutes. I would just start in on my book, and then people yeah. wouldn't disturb me when they came in. I do, yeah, I am the same. A flash of platinum blondes caught her attention and she rolled her eyes on instinct. What do you want, Malfoy? Here to pester me about how painfully out of place I am tonight? Hermione huffed, tugging at the uncomfortable lace of her dress where it irritated her collarbone. Because if so, you can move along. I'm already well aware. Smell a hint of his cologne. I have a lifetime of experience surviving these courtship events with my sanity in check. Figured I could pass along some tips in the spirit of our truth i'm trying not to squeal and that's how i know i'm a proper <laughs> fucking fan that's so sweet i am you know i am excited to have him here i'm just excited to see them Talk. like i think because so much yes talking. i think because we had two episodes of um when the bell tolls and everything was so tense and they barely spoke whereas i feel like their relationship here is already like more developed <laughs> now they're just like man this party sucks yeah you look like you're not yeah. having fun oh fuck off <laughs> And we're like, yes, we love them. <laughs> Is the tip a port key home? She quipped. First rite of passage at a stuffy pure blood party. You have to exchange rumours with an air of indifference, as if you're above the gossip, while simultaneously throwing in false stories of enough confidence to feed the rumour mill. <laughs> he waved his free hand in the air in front of him, his nose turned slightly upward. Speaking of, rumour has it that Raoul has a muggle girlfriend that he's hiding from his family. 
His public dates with Rose Wallace are all for show to maintain the cover. A muggle girlfriend? <laughs> the scandal! He'll be blasted off the family tree for that, she gasped in faux shock, her eyes skating across the crowd as she selected her victim. Her gaze settled on Gregory Goyle, standing by a cocktail table with his parents near the edge of the room. She inspected her nails with a feigned indifference. Rumour has it that Goyle wasted his entire inheritance keeping up with his addiction to pygmy pups. <laughs> Apparently, he owns a three-storey home in the middle of London where a hundred of them live in a chaotic miniature society with him acting as king. Which colour? The orange ones, obviously. He's not a monster. <laughs> Malfoy tuttered under his breath, shaking his head slowly. Addiction gets the best of us. He always did have an inferior inferiority complex that manifested in self-destructive ways. He pits in a non-existent strand of hair on his sleeve. Did you hear about Thomas Greengrass? Rumour has it he had an affair with a mermaid who lived in their family lake on the estate. <laughs> I love this. I do kind of... That's one thing I love about um, big occasions like this, whether it's a wedding or like just a, like a gathering. Mm. I, I do love a bit of gossip, even <laughs> though this, is, this probably isn't real, this stuff, but... I do love just sitting and being like, well, you'll never guess what. <laughs> I'm, su I'm such a nosy bitch. Oh, I love it. Love to see it. <laughs> Fighting back a laugh, she turned to Malfoy with the first genuine smile she'd had all night. If you're going to fabricate rumours, at least go for something more realistic. The logistics of, of wizard-to-mermaid intercourse would be near impossible. She paused for a moment, contemplating her words further. Not truly of a mouth. Well, maybe she's thinking about penetrative sex um. and then I can see the issue mm. actually now that I think about it if Thomas hadn't if Thomas doesn't mind the teeth she could always use her mouth <laughs> oh my god Aisha wow you are Hermione god I don't think that's a compliment well done oh my god I'm so proud oh I want to be Blaze what flirting with older women yeah yeah it does sound like you to be <laughs> actually now that I think about it if Thomas doesn't mind the teeth, she could always use her mouth. I suppose that's ideal anyway, considering pure blood's fear spawning illegitimate children and sullying the lion. Malfoy inhaled part of his drink and began to cough, his eyes watering as he tried to catch his breath with a series of wheezes. Granger, are you seriously discussing the mechanics of intercourse with a mermaid in the middle of a Potter and Pansy's engagement party? Rumour has it... She emphasised with a cheeky grin. David is not really boring David, who audits paperwork at the ministry and obsesses over pure blood society in his free time, but is in fact an international spy named Daniel. Being boring is his cover. Is it now? It is. Daniel's extremely dedicated to his craft. Tell me, does Daniel the international spy kill people? She tapped her index finger against her chin thoughtfully. Great question. Only on Tuesdays then we should all be grateful that today is Saturday. If Hermione didn't know any better, she might have thought he was teasing her. Dare I even ask why Tuesdays? Because rubbish pickup is Wednesday, of course. <laughs> she's so funny in this one. I love her. She she's got good, but I love the banter with Yeah. Them. He lifted his glass of whiskey up to her. Well, international spy work would certainly, ex certainly explain his current absence, but unless Alexandra is also a spy... I'd say they've been gone a suspiciously long time together. Alexandra? His jaw works, he gritted out. My date. They left for the loo at the same time, and it's been over 20 minutes since. I have a difficult time believing there would be a, ever a cue at anything hosted by Pansy. Oh, you don't have to worry about David pursuing a woman. He's... She frowned, her brown creasing as she noticed the look of amusement cross Malfoy's face. Isn't he? His eyes flicked over to meet hers the silver piercing through her. You're honestly asking me if your date, Daniel the international spy who murders only on Tuesdays, prefers quaffles or beta birds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal that. <laughs> That's so good. I was going to say episode title. What, what, do you prefer quaffles or beta birds? <laughs> I'm into it. I like it. What? No, that would be ridiculous. I just thought... She felt her cheeks heat with embarrassment and her voice lowered. Well, I suppose that's what I get for assuming. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know what happens when you assume? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you make an ass out of you and me. Oh my God. Have you never heard that before? That's so funny. 
I've, I'm so glad we got this on audio. I can't believe you've never heard this before. I really do just live in a dark hole. <laughs> I say this all the time. How can you understand? Everything's coming up Millhouse, but not. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> you were the first person to like when I said that. You're the first one to be like, "Oh yeah, I love that." that. Whereas everyone else is like, "What's that?" Every time you so text funny. it to me, it just gets me so good. <laughs> I'd get that put on my lip. <laughs> oh yes! Oh my god. Oh, so yeah, you should remember that. Ass out of you and me. That's very good. Eh? <laughs> Um, it's a common enough question not always a definite answer sorry it's a common enough question not always a definitive answer either you see Granger some people play different positions depending on a day and the available players Preach. the blush spread down her neck and she huffed I really need another drink God, she's so uncomfortable I know if only we were surrounded by a magical catering service designed to tend to our every whim <laughs> Malfoy mused drumming his fingertips against the drink in his hand. The motion caused the ice cube inside to glink against the glass. That was the sound effect. That was, that, was, that was lovely. <laughs> that was magical. I feel like I'm there. I know you spent years trying to free the house elves, but do you also have a campaign against charmed serving dishes? She crossed her arms across her chest and huffed. No, it's more that they have a campaign against me. I've already exceeded my two-drink limit and the trays are conspiring to keep me sober and dreadfully bored. They aren't sentient platters. He snapped his fingers and a nearby tray drifted over to them. Malfoy lifted a flute from it and handed it to Hermione. Wait, what? If Wait, they're I'm not confused. sentient, how are they literally running away from her a couple pages I have no ago, idea. sir? Maybe, maybe he's out. just a commanding elf. <laughs> I need to stop oh, with my, this. You need to get out of the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Malfoy. Hermione stared at the flute in her hands. How did you... At that moment, she realised Malfoy was drinking whiskey when everyone around them had champagne. Where did you get the whiskey from? Brought it myself. Yeah, boy! <laughs> she almost dropped the glass in her hand as she whipped around to look at him. You're telling me you brought your own alcohol tonight? Pansy would have Varda you if she knew. Then she'd be down a man of honour and it would ruin her entire wedding aesthetic. Bringing a flask for myself was the only way to circumvent the two-drink rule and to get through the date that I have waiting for me. I need more than two measly glasses of champagne. It took an entire second of deliberation before Hermione decided to set aside her principles and ask, would you be willing to share? Share, he said the word as if it tasted rancid on his tongue. Share? <laughs> Your hair looks soft and I like the style. Girl, say what? what? She okay? Hermione. <laughs> Malfoy blinked. Did someone imperious you when I wasn't looking? Or spike your drink with Veritaserum? And your suit fits you well, she added, her hand reaching out to smooth the front of his dress robes and resting on his chest for a fraction of a second. She felt him tense under the touch before she pulled her hand away. The lapels bring out the silver in your eyes. What are you going on about? His jaw tightened, and she could see the small vein protrude at the temple. With a grimace, she pressed the glass to her lips and tipped her head back, draining the flutes in one gulp. Her eyes widened and she placed the empty glass on the table behind them. Don't give me that look. I'm not even remotely tipsy. I've already been here for hours. Hours? Pansy lied about the time of my invitation, she grumbled, reaching up to secure a loose hairpin. She thought I'd be late otherwise. And, he prompted, the corner of his lip curving upwards. And... I was only half an hour late for the fake start time and half an hour early for the real start time. She took the glass from his hand and sipped at the whiskey, feeling the amber liquid warm her chest on the way down before handing it back to him. Malfoy stared at the glass in his hand and gave her a look of incredulity. You do realise this is a 300-year-old whiskey, right? The payment for which you've given me is two compliments. They are the highest form of currency. Do you disagree? His eyes narrowed as he inspected her for a brief moment, lips parting as if he were going to retort. Out of her periphery, she noted David scanning the room, presumably looking for her. Guess that's my cue. Thanks for the drink, Malfoy. He muttered something she couldn't quite hear as she, tried, she turned to rejoin her date, much to her dismay. As odd as it was, to admit, the conversation with Malfoy had been the least boring part of her night. Oh, I love that. I love their banter. I like that they're in a good place already. It's, an, it's a nice place to start. Totally. This is so nice. 
Draco watched as Granger walked away from him, the subtle swing of her hips drawing his eyesight down. She'd grown into herself over the years. No longer the bushy-haired know-it-all he went to school with, but instead someone who was maybe considered attractive. Oh, wow, what a compliment. <laughs> she was still Granger, though, and for that reason alone, he tore his eyes away from her retreating form and scanned the room for his date. He'd brought Alexandra Orpington, mostly because Pansy had threatened to have him by the bollocks if he came alone, and also because his own mother had been pressuring him to find a proper wife and settle down. Alexandra was conventionally beautiful, with symmetrical features and, and hair that never had a piece out of place. It was too bad that spending any amount of time with her was like conversing with drying paint. <laughs> <laughs> or was it too much to ask that a witch be both attractive and witty? Hey, listen, you were just going on about how Grange is kind of attractive, so we know she's witty. <sighs> Calm down, Darcy. Accomplished women, <laughs> my asshole. <laughs> Draco, she greeted, placing her hand on his arm. I'm so sorry that it took so long. I do hope you were right without me. No problem at all. He looked around the room, catching sight of Looney Lovegood dancing <laughs> off beat to the music. Her date, Rolf Scamander, appeared to be keeping up with her wild movements, and Draco wondered what on earth it was like to be with someone so well-matched. Oh. Glancing down at Alexandra, he smirked to himself. A rumour has it, Lovegood and her husband got married naked in the Forest of Dean under a new moon. Pardon? <laughs> a new moon. They got married naked in the woods, surrounded by wo little woodland creatures that placed a flower crown on her head. It was his words lodged in his throat when he realised that Alexandra had no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> Granger would have understood. She would have said something clever and then found a new couple to start a heinous rumour about. It would have been fun. Something this party was severely lacking. Would you like to dance? Alexandra asked him politely, as if he hadn't spoken a word since she returned. Biting back a sarcastic remark about how he would actually like to get pissed drunk and black out until the entire blasted party was over, he set his glass down and pulled her onto the dance floor. He held her small frame in his hands, leading her around the room with perfected movements that took years of training to match. Thank you for bringing me as your dates, Draco. He hummed a positive response, keeping his eyes trained on the room beyond her head, wondering how much longer he'd need to tolerate the party before he could make his escape. Pansy would tear him a new one over it, but at least he'd be free of Alexandra's lack of personality. <sighs> I still can't believe that Harry Potter and Pansy Parkinson are getting married, she added, her voice full of awe. When they started dating, did you ever imagine that we'd be at their engagement party? No, Draco thought. And certainly not with you. Okay, just this is a complete side note that I, I yeah. logged a, bit, a little bit before. So Luna married a descendant of Newt, Newt Scamander from Fantastic I Beasts, think, and we love it. I think that's fantastic. Oh, so sweet. I think I've seen that before, but I, yeah, in like other stories. But I, I do think that's a lovely pairing. Like she's, I always see, I always like seeing who she ends up with because it's always someone wild. Like it's always <laughs> someone you don't expect. I love, I love a bit of Luna and Blaze. I'm here for that one. Yeah, me too, it's surprisingly. Sweet. It's sweet. I'd always imagined running, her running off with a Parisian fashion designer and living in an illustrious flat that overlooked the Seine. Not living in my dead relative's hidden mansion in the middle of London. What's the Seine? Oh, same, same here, girl. Which dead relative? <laughs> Which dead relative? I don't know. Maybe we'll, oh, I think maybe we might black. find out more about that. Oh yeah, of course. Because it's because it's the blacks. Yeah, in and I guess so in the order's old house. Yeah. Interesting. What's the scent? It's the he glanced down at his date, who was staring at him, up at him with wide eyes, riddled with confusion. Have you never left a Great Britain? Alexandra scoffed. I went to Hogwarts, Draco. Obviously I've left Great Britain. <laughs> Excellent. That's Excellent. so good. <laughs> that was so good. How was it possible that someone so dull was also so dumb? Who didn't know what the sen was? Yeah. I knew what it was. I just didn't know no, how to pronounce it. If you're okay? going to be so... if you're going to be dull, you have to be astronomically hard. Yeah, that's true. Are you close to Harry Potter now that he's marrying your best friend? I heard about what you were both like in school, so I can't imagine it would have been easy to suddenly trust him with someone you care so deeply about. Draco spun Alexandra around, dipping her low and scowling to himself. Memories of Pansy leaving Potter from pub one Memories of Pansy leaving Potter from the pub one night surfaced in his mind. The two groups hadn't mixed much after the war. They had all found themselves at the leaky one night. 
Weasley had nearly knocked Pansy arse over tits on his way back from the bar, and Potter had been there to rescue her like the true hero he thought he was. Unfortunately, his saviour complex led to one date, then another, then a weekend away. Suddenly Draco found himself sharing a box with Potter and not hating it. He tolerated Weasley's antics, mostly because it kept Blaze in line, and he treated Daphne right. The best part of Pansy's engagement was by far the fact that Granger was suddenly in his life again. Aww. Except, of course, that is so sweet, Ashley. <laughs> Someone's got it Except so bad! I know, I know! Except, of course, he couldn't say this to Alexandra, who appeared to have less substance than a baby mandrake. <laughs> At least with a mandrake, he could wear earmuffs and ignore it. Jesus Christ, he's brutal. <laughs> the music shifted, and Draco dropped his hold on his date, leading them off the floor so he could resume his drinking. He pulled out the flask from his jacket and took a hearty swing, thankful that Alexandra hadn't asked for some. She seemed content with her two glasses of champagne and whatever shitty hors d'oeuvres floated by. There you are, Blaze said, approaching the pair of them. His eyes ghosted over Alexandra. <laughs> <laughs> this is like when it's a live TV audience and like a loved character comes in, they all go, Whoa! <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the sound effects as we go by. Any more clinks? And I'm your gal. Oh my god. <laughs> There you are, Blaze said, approaching the pair of them. His eyes ghosted, o- ghosted over Alexandra in her acrumantula silk gown. That's a word I haven't said I've before. I've never seen that in my life. Miss Orpington, lovely to see you again. Are you enjoying your evening? Oh, yes, I am. I'm so lucky that Lady Malfoy introduced me to Draco. Lady and I get Malfoy? To... <laughs> oh, I know. What? I'm the sister, isn't it? Calling our sister. Well, yeah, but she's too, she's too, um, she's too pure blood. She's too elegant. <sighs> oh, yes, I am. I'm so lucky that Lady Malfoy introduced me to Traco and that I get to... That's great, lovely, <laughs> he interrupted. Shifting his attention back to Draco, he rolled his eyes. Where's your drink? With a huff, Draco handed over the silver container, averting his eyes and looking for Pansy. Blaze tipped the amber liquid into his glass and handed the flask back. Alexandra, I overheard Pansy commenting on your dress and asking where you found such a lovely material. I believe she wanted to feature you in the article about the engagement party. Blaze waved his hand behind him, signalling that Pansy was somewhere in that direction. You should go find her before the photographer leaves. With a squeal of delight, Alexandra took off to find the bride. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to do the... <laughs> I can feel you pawn, but I have to think I'm about so the glad. <laughs> I'm so glad. You, you were everything I wanted you to be Thank in that you. moment. Did Pansy really say that? Draco asked, pouring some whiskey into an empty glass he found on a nearby table. Shh. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Alka-Seltzer? What's that? It's fizzy water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to stop. <laughs> no, that was amazing. <laughs> no, but I couldn't stomach watching her stare at you any longer. Are you even aware of how in love with you she is? She's in love with my last name. I'm sure father could walk in the room and she'd fawn all over him too. Well, until mother saw. It seems you and Granger have that in common then, Blaze added. I just spent the last ten minutes of her date while he taught me all about pure blood culture. Draco lifted an eyebrow. But you're... I know that. And you know that. And half of bloody England knows that. Somehow Granger managed to snag herself a bloke that knows everything about pure blood customs, except which families are actually pure bloods. <laughs> he tossed back a remainder of his drink and left, let out an exasperated huff. She's pretty, but she is a horrible choice of dates. Riveting, Blaze, truly. Draco tried to ignore the jealous pool in, pool in his gut when Blaze called Granger pretty. It wasn't that he was wrong. It was more the fact that Granger deserved better than someone like Blaze. She deserved... Draco! Oh, very nice. <laughs> Draco, both men turned at the sound of an irate pansy. She approached them with her arms crossed over her chest. Her nostrils flared. Was that, <laughs> so a, was that a bang for pansy? Oh. <laughs> Potter followed close behind, muttering something that appeared to be an attempt at calming her down. <laughs> What's, is, that, is that your noise? <laughs> like a bee. Like a bee. Like yeah. A bee. Oh my god, all of the listeners, we're going to see all of the listeners drop off here, because I'm being yeah, so annoying. Yeah, I was going to be like, mm, I'm not into okay, this. Okay, I'm stopping now. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. Maybe come back next episode, okay. take a break. Okay. Pity the fool hadn't realised that it was useless trying to calm her down when she was on a warpath. 
Hello, Pansy, Draco greeted smoothly. Lovely party you've thrown. The alcohol is particularly enjoyable. Is it from your family's vineyard? Did you really just send your date over to have her photo taken for the article in my magazine about my wedding? <laughs> Technically, that was Blaze. Pansy let out an exaggerated sigh. Merlin, Draco, you're worse than Granger. He's worse than me about what? Granger joined their small group, her fingers holding a stem of nearly empty champagne flutes. She glanced up at Draco and dipped her chin, brown eyes wandering to the amber liquid in his glass expectantly. You two, Pansy gestured between Draco and Granger, can't pick a date to save yourself. I absolutely can. Save it, Granger. Don't act like you've even tried to follow my instructions. You couldn't be less interested in your date. He better not be coming to the rest of the events. Draco snickered, glad the attention had been diverted from him. I'll have you know that I'm having a wonderful time with Daniel, David. <laughs> he corrected quietly. With David? Granger con- continued as if nothing had happened. And it seemed that none of their friends were the wiser about her nearly blowing her date's cover. In fact, I can see him dancing with Malfoy's date right now, and they both look extremely pleased to be here. Blaze choked on his drink, spluttering to catch his breath. That's because they're shagging when you aren't looking. I knew it, Pansy muttered. She narrowed her eyes at Draco and Granger. I want you both to have dates for the events, and perhaps ones that don't prefer each other's company. (laughs) Potter's hand fell to her back and he leaned in, dropping a kiss to her temple. Come dance with me. A faint blush crept over Pansy's face and she nodded, allowing her fiancé to lead her away. That was placated very easily there. Yeah, they were just going on about how they can't stop her, but he literally stopped her so <laughs> He's easily. Like, Babe, come here. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe you know, that's just because they're a match made in heaven. Aww. A faint blush crept over Pansy's face and she nodded, allowing her fiancé to lead her away. I see a pretty bridesmaid that looks like she could use a distraction, Blaze said, downing the rest of her drink. His drink. <laughs> <laughs> I see a pretty bridesmaid that looks like she could use a distraction, Blaze said, downing the rest of his drink. Granger placed her hand on his arm and spoke slowly. Blaze, that's Daphne, and Ron has her date. You remember Ron, right? Daphne's long-term boyfriend and your friend? He looked at her with wide eyes and gasped dramatically, his hand flying to his chest. They're dating? (laughs) And here I was thinking I could run off with Ronald Weasley and live happily ever after in our matching knit sweaters. Pity you had to break my heart like this, Granger. Someone had to do it. Finally alone with Granger, Draco emptied his glass Finally alone with Granger, Draco emptied his flask into her glass. He winced as the last drop fell, knowing that Pansy would never let him have more champagne, and it was too early for him to justify leaving alone. Merlin knew he wasn't taking Alexandra with wow, him. Wow, he gave her the equivalent of what was his last Rolo. True love. Have you? When's the last time you had a Rolo? Oh my god, did they still exist? I don't know. I, I mean, the last time I probably had when I was at secondary school. Yeah, jeez. Are you try? Did someone give you your last Rolo and you knew like that was it? Love your life. <laughs> Only friends. That's a thing. Oh, okay. It was a thing, though, wasn't it? Was yeah. it? But it was a thing. Like That's it was really like sweet. the one who gets your last Rolo is the person that you like love the most. Like you have to be super Aww. special to get somebody's last Rolo. Oh, I love that. <laughs> well, yeah, it is the equivalent of that then. So Merlin knew he wasn't taking Alexandra home with him, if he could even find her. I don't know where Pansy gets off telling us to bring dates, Granger mumbled, tugging on the hem of her dress. It's not like being single is some disease. Does she think that it's contagious and if we're alone we'll convince everyone else to be single too? (laughs) Blaze is single and I've spent an awful lot of time with him as of late. Perhaps you're onto something. She scoffed and looked up at him, her eyes searching his face. Blaze is single because it's far better for everyone if he doesn't bring a date. You do remember what happened when he brought someone to Harry's birthday last year, don't you? They were caught in the library with a long... Stop, please. I beg of you. Do not remind me Along of that what? night. Along what? Along what? Oh, my God. I don't know. What could it be? Broom? Oh, I don't know if I want to know. Oh, maybe. Um, do not remind me of that night. A shudder rocked through Draco's body at the memory. Finishing the remainder of his drink, he looked down at her, taking in her tight dress and long legs and the way her fallen curls framed her face. Daniel, David, didn't deserve her company. <laughs> God, I wish I could just rent a date for the evening, Granger said, almost to herself. They'd do exactly what I'd like them to, so there'd be no awkward conversations or fears of them running off to snog someone else while I got drunk. In fact, they'd sneak an alcohol for me. 
Draco turned to face her, his eyebrows lifted. He stuffed a hand in his pocket and smirked at her. You do realise you just described prostitution, right? What? I didn't mean... I mean... Uh, it's fine, he laughed. I wouldn't mind doing the same thing. Honestly, I should have just asked you to come with me and saved us both the trouble. You're a genius! Oh my god! I didn't, don't know why I didn't think of that sooner. Granger squeezed his arm. Her face lit up with excitement. We have all of these events over the next year, and we're both already going to be there. Why not make it official and be each other's date? Do you think Pansy would let us do that? Show up just just friends to all these Pansy's events? Pansy's controlling as hell, guys. Oh my god, sorry, but if I went to a wedding like this, I'd be like, I'm not coming. Like, I could not deal with someone like this at a wedding. Shifting his weight from one foot to another, he thought over the pros and cons of her suggestion. While he'd love nothing more than to have the beautiful witch on his arm for every dreadful event over the next year, he wasn't sure if he'd be able to keep his cool through them all. Not to mention, if he was going to bring her as his date, he didn't love the idea of it being linked to some form of Granger-created prostitution. Please, Malfoy. He would regret this. He knew he would. But still, one look at her face, so full of hope and optimism, like he was the goddamn saviour of the wizarding world, and he just couldn't help it. All right, let's do this. And that's the end of the chapter. Woo! Woo! Hey, that, that was, was so good. Oh, Jojo, what I, a choice of story. Oh my God. I, oh, I loved that so much. The banter, the, the chemistry, the, the other characters who were all amazing. Like everyone's so funny and like mm. developed. I love it. The, the, oh, it's written so well. It's so, it's so good. Yeah. It's so, it's, oh, I just, I think it's fantastic. She's created like, sorry, not she, the, the authors have created um, this world, like just, in just this one chapter, um, I I just think that's excellent. Oh yeah, good I, job. I love good sassy job to too. Me too, me too. And I I love that. Like I kind of mentioned it in a chapter, but I love that they're always starting off at a good point. Like they're already, you know, they've they've got some banter, they've got some friendship going. That it's not like an uphill climb to get them to like each other. And obviously, it seems like Draco kind of already has. Cozy. I think it's so funny though when he literally just said, uh, "What did he say?" He said he wasn't sure if he'd be able to keep his cool. And I thought, yeah. "Oh my god, coming from like marble ass mouthy, like yeah. interesting stuff." But I'm into it. Do you think she has any kind of small feelings towards her, ba- towards him? I back? hope so. And then yep. a strange me conspiracy too. theory part of me, because in the summary it does say like mm-hmm. Drake is hiding a secret. And I don't know yeah. whether the line about Daniel being a spy was just banned or whether Draco is a spy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? A little bit of foreshadowing. Thought, was that yeah. just a, or was that just an offhand comment? I like to think that those kind of things know. are always a little bit intentional, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, I li- well when I first read the summary, I did think, oh, I'm surely the secret's going to be that he loves yeah. him. Like it has to be. But you know, I'm you know I've been wrong before, rarely, <laughs> but it has been known to happen from time to time. So who well, knows? But I'm I'm super excited. To, it's not to read that it's not that bad of a secret to have, right? No. Yeah, you're right. Well, it doesn't say it's a bad secret. Does oh, that's it? In true. A I'm just writing my own story. <laughs> you want more drama? I, I I want them to be so good, and then I want there to be an implosion. He's unaware that he's harbouring his own secret. So it doesn't necessarily say it's a bad secret. Oh, so he's just harbouring a little crush. All right. Well, we don't, you know, we don't know that yet. It might be something dramatic. But, you know, also remember That's it's five true. chapters. So they can't do anything. They can't do anything too, like, um, well, who, well, who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens. I'm so very excited. excited. But I'm just, it's so nice to, like, have some posit- damn positivity going, like, compared Positive. to the other story. Like, which was, which was just, like, you know, obviously such an amazing mm-hmm. piece of writing like the way it was formed and, and written was really great but it's nice to have just a bit more also I'm just vibes. a glutton for dialogue I really am like I yes, would happily yes. just read chapters and chapters of just speech like, mm. it's the best part yeah it was it was excellent yeah any predictions yeah. for the next okay, that was, that chapter was so I think the next chapter they're gonna have to tell their friends that they're dating, and everyone's gonna be like, everyone's gonna be like, what? Like that's come from nowhere. And they're gonna have to. I think they're gonna have to create some kind of like backgrounds. So they'll have to like meet up and be like, okay, so when did we first realize we liked each other? And I think 
that will be like maybe the oh, discussion. He'll just tell the truth. Creates this bond. Yeah, because he'll be like, well, um, maybe I saw you like uh, a year ago with something and you were just gorgeous. And she was like, she's like, wow, that's so romantic. <laughs> I love so, that. That's that's what I would like, but you know, who knows? What I about would, you? I would like them to stage some stuff. Like if yeah, if oh, Brandy yeah? runs this magazine and maybe they're all kind of in the press because, you know, they won the war or whatever. Yeah. I, I want her and Jago to be like, All right, we're gonna hang out for the next week and just get photographed doing coupley things. Yes. And then they have to go on a whole bunch yes. of dates because then it'll look more legit when they tell Pansy. I would love that. Yes, absolutely. That's I that's like I scrape as oh, well. Okay. How right, many amazing. golden switches well, we do hope... you give that chapter out of ten? I completely forgot <laughs> once that and then the dropped it off the second the side. <laughs> well, no, we need to get back into it. I would give that. Oh, not I would give that um... What's a good one for this? Uh, champagne flutes, fire whiskey. Yeah, I would give it eight. I would give it eight champagne flutes out of ten because I'm loving it. Really enjoyed it. But obviously, I of course I want more. Mm. I want. I want more but you know this is the first chapter i'm i'm looking forward to the build um nine so what about you i give that a solid nine i yeah. don't know whether i i just love it i love the premise so much yeah it's it's such a good and that premise, was just such it? a good like that was a good read i really enjoyed that yeah and i i loved that little bit of banter yeah they were they're, they're gonna be great together oh i can't wait all right well you know we hope that you guys enjoy this new story and this kind of new new format a bit. It's a, it will be a bit shorter, which is probably not that <laughs> short, but a bit shorter, which I think will be a relief to me, to to, yeah, to the many more uh, of a lunch listeners. break ish size. Yeah, yeah, rather than a I need to uh, set aside an afternoon <laughs> for this. Um, but yeah, so thank you for listening. Aisha, is there anything no, else No, that's say? it. From two afflicted fans to other afflicted fans. <laughs> <laughs> or newly yeah. afflicted fans. Thanks and... for listening. <laughs> <laughs>